day 93 under the dome. With necessities growing dangerously low, who knows what spark will set off this powder keg. I can't take another minute in this dome! Feeling that bass in your headphones? I'm feeling it. Well, that's good to know. Welcome to Dome, folks. I'm I'm your uh, I'm I'm your uh, co-host, <laughs> David Haddad. <laughs> wow, and, dude. And now um, uh, our main host. Hi, uh, I'm the I'm the white guy. I'm the white host. The uh, Portuguese host. The real the flavor of the show. <laughs> people have been saying the mayonnaise um, of the show. Pretty much the. Uh, the heart and soul. A lot of people write in and they're like, could we get a little more diversity and get this Arab guy out of there? <laughs> because uh, um, this white guy is obviously a man of the world, a man of the people, a man of the world's people. Yeah, I mean, the, the same people that are watching Tucker Carlson on a weekly basis are, are begging for him. That would be funny, though, if I appealed to that crowd <laughs> simply because I was white, but I do feel like... Uh, most of those types of people would have a natural aversion to my personality as a Portuguese man. And they wouldn't listen to the show whatsoever. I don't think they'd be able to deal with the fact that you well, tolerate they're too busy uh, looking at uh, Tucker Carlson. Fucker Carlson. I wonder how many people have thought of that. Or maybe you're the first. Maybe that's an original David Haddad bit. He's not funny. I need to ask you to stop saying my last name because it's just out there. You know, people are just going to know my full name now. Are you going to give them my middle name next? Well, uh, what about uh, Sue Haddad? Did you, Mother's Day just passed. Any any fun messages or, or phone calls with your with your gal? Jesus. Uh, I called her. We talked for a minute or two, and I was like, all right, later, Mom. My dad was supposed to be there, and he he's traveling, so my mother was alone on Mother's Day. Oh, sad. And, I mean, yeah, it's it's really not sad. What's sad is um, her feeling sad. <laughs> it's it, the it's almost like the holiday was invented just to give mothers another reason to be pissed off at their kids, you know? Yeah, and like my my mom is fine. She just likes to feel bad for herself, and she likes to feel bad for other people. And there's always this pity party being thrown. And I'm always like, can we stop thinking about people being sad and then it won't be as bad? It's just like, I'm not lonely until you're like, David, you're alone. And I'm like, I'm not alone. I'm fucking doing something right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not funny. <laughs> Real sad stuff coming from David's side of the table. How about here. you? How about you? Uh, talk to yeah, you I talked to my mom. Um, she's still convinced that the uh, COVID nineteen vaccine is uh, a, sp- a a weapon of spiritual warfare. Oh, gotcha. Um, it's anti Christian. Uh, she she sent me um, a fun little uh, a, a, a screenshot of an email, which is fun. <laughs> she couldn't forward you the email. Um, yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, I should have had it pulled up already, but yeah, she sent me and my sister this, and uh, my sister is also a mother, which is kind of fucking crazy. Um, here, we, do not be anyone's guinea pig. Be informed, not merely opinionated. And she sends it. Uh, this was from the church, the church bulletin in Hawaii that she she goes to this church, and someone included an anti-vaccine message in the church bulletin. Hey. At the church bulletin, and you know I got some messages. I put them in, I put them in to the church bulletin. Yeah, you know I'm about to put some bullets in these motherfucking vaccine doctors. 
yo let's it's a call to action bro you gotta grab yo gats and oh go off to the helo hospital let it roll uh, yeah bulletin go to pastor at this church it's full of shit he's giving you his bullet it'll go up in the end i tried to say that word real quickly you don't need to get vaccinated if you with me yeah i'm jesus yeah i'm about to speak on the fact that that vaccine is an eon away from being prepared for your skin and your blood yeah i'm a blood for the vaccine dumb uh yo i'm going dumb in the bullet ton yeah it weighs a ton oh my god i'm i won it is insane that uh, a political opinion is shared in conjunction with a religious view and i remember something very similar occurring at my church when i was young and like the un was doing something crazy and the pastor at my church spoke on a passage in the book of revelations which is the apocalypse book for those of you who weren't brainwashed as children it's pretty it's the only the it's like the only cool book right the Bible, they should make really. a psychedelic movie about that book and it would be totally well rad. It's, it's called left behind and uh, if you do enough mushrooms no, no, before no. watching the film it's no, definitely no. psychedelic it's enough. it's i mean that whole watch shit. the one with nick cage it's on the nose it's very tongue-in-cheek uh stupid what's the most recent one that has that uh hot dude from the tv show uh, it's kevin that- sorbo this is Are you talking about Hercules? No, the hot kid from One Tree Hill. You remember that show? He's one of the hot. Is leads. it God's Not Dead? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't well, know. all I know is uh, we were talking briefly about El Mariachi last week. Oh yeah, we did and, uh, about how that's one of the highest gro- uh, box office grossing movies, like compared to its original budget. Right. Um, I think the highest is God's Not Dead compared to its original budget or something. And- it, and, it had like a $2 million budget and made like $60 million. Okay, and, and that's not fair because of the blind support that they received <laughs> from Christian people. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, Christians love that movie. And 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 I think that... Um, well, you're grabbing Kurt, Judy's arm, right? I, I have to, I'm relating <laughs> with her, you know? Uh, and I think that like... It's for the video uh, the video audience yeah, here. Yeah. Now that we got <laughs> Best that. Best case scenario, beat drops right now. <laughs> no, we are recording right now, which is fun. We're uh, filming, so, guys. So that we can maybe do uh, some, uh, I don't know, do like a... A snippet. A little music video every week. Yeah, it's funny. On. Somebody told me that they started listening to the podcast because of a video edit that we made of a freestyle uh, a couple, maybe a year ago now. It was that shortage of phones video, and, right? And I think that this is the next step for us. I'm excited yeah. because uh, it was it the, just using clips from movies worked, but it'll be better if we can cut to our faces too, you know? Right. And uh, I'm just happy that we're progressing. It's not easy to just sit down and podcast anymore for us. Like it is a whole fucking production. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No. It's a uh... Eventually, we're going to have an assistant. We're going to have some PAs. We're going to have somebody that actually speaks, not just Judy's fucking goofy I just ass. wish that Judy could you know, run the knobs here. Every week, we have to change something, and what? it sucks. Like If we can get uh, a permanent producer, whoa. Be a little alliteration there for wow. David name. got so excited about using a, two words with, that start with P real permanent, quick. Permanent producer. It's like not even like he used three, which was it's kind of the alliteration qualification at least. Whoa, 
you said two shins in there. <laughs> Alliteration qualification. Yo. Um, but yeah, a female producer would be exciting because then we could just harass her the whole time and it would be like, no, this isn't sexist harassment. This is for fun. It's for comedy. It would be a very original bit that no podcast has ever done before. That's for sure. What's a fucking podcast? I fucking tried to listen to a podcast today and I've been listening to so much fucking existential sam harris content which is this fucking He's person a singer yeah no it's not a singer it's some neuroscientist samuel harris and it's n- not easy to transition from neuro- guys i just want to make it clear it's not the singer it's a neuroscientist he is he's a fucking phd and you should get the you should get his book it's really interesting i can't find pussy anywhere yeah talking about sam harris is not really conducive to pussy getting that was kind of the the bit I was going for there. Dave. Okay, so for me to reiterate that is not okay. Is no, that what that's you're that's like one of the rules of comedy is that you don't explain the bit. No, I think uh, uh, reiteration is. We're changing the rules. The, We're breaking all the rules, is folks. The, is the new comedy? Fuck yeah! I mean, I did talk to my mom, and it wasn't fun. I really. Uh, the The weird thing is, I had a long conversation with her. And my dad and my sister on a group call the day before. So it was a family function via phone. And then I had to call her the next day also just out of like obligation. It was like, okay, I guess this is the specific day when everybody's doing the thing where they act like their mothers are good people when in reality they just shoved them out of their vages. Some of them didn't even do that. Some of them had you fucking cut out. The C section, in my opinion, way, way more uh, respectable. Because preserves the well, it's also like anyone can have a child out of their pussies. It's kind of just if you're a woman, that's something you come with as a creature, it's, and you know, unless you know, unless you're one of the the uh, the poor few broken, uh, empty nest uh, with with nasty ovaries type, you know. Tough. But but like Rough. other than that, you know, if you're a mother, it's just something you come with. God damn, yeah. I mean, you're Is right. it like, but but it's it's something that they constantly pat themselves on the back for like i had a kid and i gave birth to it i'm a i'm a strong woman (laughs) and it's like yeah you did a thing that women have been doing for years there's nothing really special about that um the obviously the pain is the thing that everybody is impressed by it's like oh you endured enormous pain to birth this child and that's obviously intense i'm not i gotta give you that because they fucking ate that fruit if Eve had maybe just fucking <laughs> yeah. kept to herself yeah, I know. and not fucking screw... You know Adam wasn't going to do it. Right, but I think it's... Really, we should shift the blame over to the snake. The snake is who... Like, if you were in that situation and the snake presented those arguments... You're saying that the snake uh, was using his power as a comedian and may have been blocking the door. Uh, so they they were maybe not... Uh, they didn't feel motivated to leave. Sure, yeah, that's what I was saying. Uh. CK reference with the snake, yeah, who I'm heaven sent. Yeah. Just like the snake sent down from heaven. Whoa. Yo, it's Lucifer. Yo, I be endeavoring to get that motherfucking fruit. Was get it an it. apple? Was it oranges? You or both. don't even know. Maybe it was a pomegranate. A banana. I don't know, man, but my countertop's granite. Yo, uh, the devil, uh, he's a rebel. He's about to throw something at you like a pebble. He's about to be like, yo, grab this mango. I'm watching Django with a bunch of fucking fat hoes and they're like yo let me get this fruit yeah i'm a little fruit dude eating fruit loops uh i'm the fruitiest dude that has ever existed i don't mean to be rude Uh. but i just enlisted in the army don't ask don't tell yo they cannot harm me (laughs) with no bombs yo i ain't no barbie i fucking 
pull up on the Islams. On the Islams. My guy, the white host, guys. The white host speaking the truths. Portuguese. The, Come on, folks. That, that the I'm really I gotta to... lean into my Latin roots here. No, I think it's um, I think it's imperative that you do. I think that eventually when we have the budget, we should both just get an ancestry thing and then we'll read it on my the My mom pod. already did it, bro. I'm certified brown. I'm a brown man. Oh yeah, what percentage? I'm certified. That's all that matters. <laughs> you got a certification. All, you know, I also, need to see the paperwork. It's, it's for me to really twenty three and me, folks. Uh, Portuguese. That's me. The last two beats were burdened by that kid Goron and Unity by Lethal Needle. Unity. Fucking Lethal does it again. What's that from again? I don't know. Shit, dude. It's from something funny. How about this? Um, we already watched Mariachi, which successful. And Desperado, even better. So hot and sexy because Antonio and what's her what's her name? Uh, Salma. Fucking hell yeah! I say we eat those chocolates that we got and fucking dive into Once Upon a Time in Mexico. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm absolutely down to to dive into some Once Upon a Time in Mexico. How do you say that in Spanish? Mexico? No, no. This is the title of that movie. Uh, oh shit! Once Upon a Time, man. I don't know. See, David doesn't even know how to speak Spanish. It's like you should know how to say "once upon a time in Mexico" in Spanish. Is am I wrong? Is that is that crazy? Am I insane to think that maybe that's something that could be translated into Spanish? Once upon a time is like a specific saying that is used in English specifically. So I mean, I understand that the fact that you don't speak multiple languages makes you incapable of comprehending the way translating. Oh, things there we works. go. The true the true feelings are coming out, and but, he's not good at hiding them, folks. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm not I'm not like offended. I'm just clarifying the reason why um, I often can't translate things because you asked me to translate shit that also I have been um, separated from the speaking culture. Speaking English for a while and and but he wants to use the fact that I can't speak a language, which it seems like he can't really speak the language <laughs> uh, at the end of the day. I'm really. Uh, if I'm, I had been raised in a, in a culture that spoke the language, I'd probably be able to tell you what "Once Upon a Time in Mexico" translates to in Spanish. Yeah. So, sorry, folks, that's just me. If I had been raised to speak Spanish fluently, <laughs> as I so often boast, I shouldn't have put my cards on the table. Like y'all that. recall when uh, I was making fun of Spanish in the last episode uh, in a freestyle, and David was like, "Guys, I got this," and then starts freestyling in Spanish. Yeah, as, was a- as if it was like, uh, as if he was like explaining my joke but in a wrong way (laughs) that was a fun thing that i did i thought i thought i spiced it up a little bit by doing something that hadn't been done that episode dude i did it way better it was me now you uh you you took my bit and and made it not a bit by turning it serious well i i could even like say the last word that you were gonna say because i've heard you say it so many times i i thought that that was that was great that how was, we how we collaborated on the Manzana, <laughs> dude. That sentence doesn't make any sense. What does that mean? Uh, Apple, bro. No, See, he doesn't even fucking know, doggy. You, the, the sentence is "Como se llama?" What is my name? My name is Apple. Yeah, that's the sentence. That's funny. If my if my first name was Fiona and I was a famous singer songwriter, that sentence would make sense. <laughs> Why? What? Fiona? Shout out to Fiona Apple. Oh. Um. I didn't understand that. Sorry, I'm I'm pretty sure most of our listeners aren't going to get that one. Oh, okay. To be honest, <laughs> he's not funny. <laughs> At least that one's not Dave specific. Although it is me saying it, you know. I can't really tell that it's you. It's just this this voice in the void. 
Right. Voided voice. The uh, avoid the noise. That's back now. Do you see that Domino's? They're bringing back an old eighties uh, advertising guy. Uh, it was a little uh, cartoon character that was like a half man, half rabbit. Really weird looking motherfucker. Like this midget dude. Sorry, little person. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, this little person with rabbit ears, big buck teeth, and a and a humongous nose. And yeah. his whole thing was that he would uh, steal your pizza. Well, no, I think he made your pizza cold. He didn't steal your pizza and eat it. He made. And and there were just these series of commercials. Maybe I could pull one up, like an old Avoid the Noid commercial. That'd be, be kind cool. Of I'm to, interested. Um, I feel like as a little person, there's got to be enough work for everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are enough people, enough small people in entertainment to where whenever a little person is needed, they grab one it, of the 25. Well, what's of them, weird you know what is saying? that uh, little person specific jobs that like you have to be a little person to do non-little people are going to rally against them as being discriminatory like we shouldn't be throwing little people around whereas the little people who sign up to do those They're jobs like, we want to like, work dude we're trying to make some money yeah, yeah. we're just hire us for your bachelor party throw us we whatever anyway here's a, a old domino's noid commercial this is from here's some news the noid won't like New Domino's pan pizza. Oh, they're claymation. The oven and delivered well. in 30 minutes or less, guaranteed. Domino's pan pizza. Thick crust, generous toppings, smothered generous. with cheese. <laughs> He's pissed. The Noid is upset that Domino's. <laughs> Call for new Domino's pan pizza. Nobody delivers. It, so it's like a, just a guy that hates pizza. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. He loves to make your hot pizza ice cold. He's got a flamethrower, but it shoots ice, and he's and he's and it's making the pizza cold. Ah, his shit's about to blow up. We keep the cold out, and all this quality. It's like he's like the Grinch, but instead of Christmas, he hates pizza. He does. Yeah, it's a very anti-pizza message. Um. I want to see the the new one. I don't think I've seen the new. Okay, well, I like the fact one. that that was animated. I thought it was about to be like Beetlejuice getting chucked oh, around or something like honestly, that. Honestly, that would be kind of cool too if it was you're right. Because I did say little person. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's no, what I thought. It is a claymation individual. That's, that's sick. That's yeah, just tiny. they they spent some money on on animating that. All right, here we go. Return of the Noid. I want pizza now. At Domino's, we're constantly innovating to find better ways to deliver you pizza, which is why we're testing driverless delivery power. Yo, look at that little ass car. That's Dude, funny. It's a driverless car. There's the Noid. Oh shit! And he's 3D animated. Oh my god! They wow. He, oh oh shit. shit! Yo, uh, hey, watching the Noid. Yo, you got to avoid my boy, yo, because he's gonna make your pizza cold. You don't know, yeah I'm growing old When uh, I was young, the Noid was done They had uh, fucking done that shit in 81 Or 81. maybe 82, but you know, dude They got rid of the Noid for the fast food Hey, yeah, Domino uh, The Noid, yeah It's throwing my pizza in the void, uh And I'm trying to avoid it Eating cold pizza, actually I love that shit, uh I don't care if the pizza's cold or no, old no. or if it's growing mold. No, I'm going to no. shove it in my face regardless. Uh, I don't really care if it's... Uh, fuck. Shove it in my face regardless. regardless. I don't care if it turns me retarded. Whoa. I'm going to eat a weird amount of pizza. And as long as it is fucking heated up. Yeah, Whoa. you know, I'm about to beat it up like it was pussy. I Whoa. avoid the Nord. Yeah, the pizza is good. from the melted cheese. Yeah, you know I'm hella... Uh, ooh, yeah, Whoa. the avoid the Nord. Damn. Um, 
Wow, that was I had no idea Domino's is doing weird like cars that uh, they're doing driverless cars now. Okay, but uh, the issue with that, um, your your pizza is going to get stolen by like a homeless guy. Let me just rewind the commercial. Maybe a there's bit. like a code that you have to put into the car. So the Noid is bouncing around trying to intercept. Can you can you tilt a little? Sorry, maybe they're. There's a giant inflatable Noid blocking the wow, road. This is a major motion Noid picture, guys. You're saying twelve bucks, but they're not they're not telling Domino's you the, the delivery Costco? fee though. Yo, it's crazy how um, ten years from now, you'll never have like a teenager who whose first job was like, oh, I delivered pizzas for a while. Like that's gonna be null. You know what I'm saying? And you're, I mean. I guess but we're going to have a whole bunch of teenagers, though, which is what sucks. Here's, all my kids are all my kids. All my friends are having babies. Right. I, I Here's what I think. It'd be cool if we developed enough AI to do all the work and then we could just have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that'll eventually be the thing. And the only work that could be done is like creative work. I'm not opposed to Wally world. You know what I mean? Yeah. How we're all just floating around like. Well, no, you could just be like, you don't even need to be floating around. Like we could be hiking and, and like drinking beers. And I say, like, let's, let's just drink. Let's just make that a simulation. The, the <laughs> act of doing that, just make us think that we did it sure. in our brains. And then we're good. We don't even need to know that we're floating around in the chairs. Like what if that was a part of Wally that we didn't even think about? What that if all it, those people that are in those chairs don't know that they're in those chairs? Yeah, they're just, and they're just getting this image fed into their brains that they're like, enjoying life i think there was a, there the was course. a level of that that was trying to be implied where they're so immersed in the screen that they can't even they don't even remember the fact that they're sitting in the chair they're just so low i just think it'd be cool um to eventually just not have most people work but i know that we're not intelligent enough to make that eventually happen like it's what's going to happen is the people who create the ai are going to be loaded and then the rest of us are going to eat a bag of dicks you know what i'm saying it's I mean, it's Daniel Tosh said it uh, years ago. Stop having kids. Bottom line, bottom, like that's that's it. Don't have kids. There's no reason to adopt well, if you're gonna ha if you if you're that desperate to have uh, offspring. If fucking adopt. It's it's at this point if you know how like the, the the Earth works. It's irresponsible to continue to 100%. create things that are using up our resources. We are bleeding resources and it's honestly a big fuck you to the kid you're about to bring into the right world they're about because to deal you're with like some shit dude we're gonna be dead by the time shit is really fucked right but but, but 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 our kids are gonna be in their 40s literally fucking melting living underground and no fish left in the ocean fuck i mean i feel like somebody an, an elon type could fix it you know what i'm saying it could come up with something and it's called sending all the richest people to Mars. Elysium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Elysium. Yeah, hell yeah. Damn. Man, that movie sucked. It would have been way better with fucking Eminem. Yeah, dude. It, Eminem and uh uh they 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 really they you know that uh what Yolandi and uh, Ninja were supposed to be in Elysium too as the bad guys. Shit. They dude. they kind of rectified that with uh with Chappie. Chappie. Yeah, Chappie's sick, guys. It would have not been sick without them. Yes, it would have really sucked. Actually, <laughs> yeah, like the them. only, <laughs> like in my head, it's really Deontverd the movie. Yes, yes. And, <laughs> and it's funny because uh, I, I feel like I've probably talked about this on the pod, but it is kind of a funny uh, thing that happened. 
uh, because they are, they're such a huge part of that movie, right. e- even more so than like the lead robot. But because they were on tour in South Africa with Drake and they dissed him publicly, oh yeah, uh, they got taken out of all of the promotion for uh, Chappie. Yo, that was such a wild. It's <laughs> like thing. ridiculous because like, they probably that, that movie might have done better if they had stayed on it. Right? They should have been. I wish they would have put them in District Nine too. Like I wish they would have been in the slums in District Nine, like fighting with the aliens or that something. That would have been so. Have you cool. seen that? It's one of my favorites. Oh, District yeah. Nine is great, dude. That shit is. If you haven't seen Chappie or District Nine, those are two like South African sci-fi. Like that's a genre almost. No, they're written and directed by the fucking same person. Right, I know, but like South, it, they're taking place in South Africa and they're sci-fi. There's nothing else like it. Obviously, yeah, they're directed by the same person. <laughs> but I'm saying like more South African directors or more people doing sci-fi should have it happen in South Africa. Because well, it's, it makes it's definitely it an interesting backdrop. I think it's, you just want like slummy sci-fi. I like the slummy aspect of it. I also like, you want to see a robot standing on a pile of trash. <laughs> That's like they could film it in, in Bali. I like near future, uh, sci-fi. So like, Shit that I could sort of imagine occurring. Our kids who are going to be suffering will, yes. will witness. Yes, this. If you if you want to see what the future holds for your fucking children, <laughs> when they're not in Wally World, this is the alternative. Wally is actually the positive alternative oh, where man. they actually get to live. Growing up, my mom always called Walmart Wally World. So like when you said that, I had a little a little flashback. A little flashback, yeah, dude. I used to um, panic at the thought of Walmart and get really excited. I mean, panic. I meant excited by saying panic because the the grocery stores that we went to overseas are like small, like little fucking grocery stores. They're like a bodega. And one time I, uh, well, I'd watched Starsky and Hutch on an airplane and I was like, man, that movie rules. And it does rule. I watched it like a year ago and it holds up. Starsky and Hutch, Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson. Hey, yo. Shout out to Huggy Bear, Snoop Doggy Dog, yo, he holds it down over there. Uh, Vince Vaughn too, hey yo, what it do? Yo, I love this crime move, movie, yeah, going to whoa. to watch it on an airplane, bro. And when I land in Hawaii, you already know. Already I'ma know. run over to the Walmart. I just saved 19 bucks, gonna buy yo. the DVD. Starsky and Hutch, yeah, that movie is clutch. Yeah, watching that and my life is a must. Yeah, I'm about to bust when I see Snoop Dogg come out and I'm like, Oh my God, this dude's spouting out his mouth. The lines that he memorized. Yup, I love all of these guys. Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. It's a thriller. It's not a thriller. It's a thrill to watch them. Let's say I know some people that know some people that uh. rob some people. Yo, Snoop Dogg, Bebo, Bo, Ba, Dee, Ba, Dee, Ba, Da, Ba, Do, Ba, Da, Bo. He's got a fucking lizard. Shoot the tail off, bro. Did you have something to say about Walmart when yeah, you bought oh, that Yeah, oh yeah, I know. I, uh, I bought the, the Starsky and Hush DVD from Walmart. Um... The, the first Walmart on the Big Island. I remember when that Walmart was installed. It was a big installed. deal. People were driving by being like, there's going to be a Walmart there. Oh my and God. they were hyped with shit. Bricks. Yeah, and, uh, there's a, and I remember there was, a, uh, there's a McDonald's in it. Hell yeah. And um, uh, there was always the same four old men at that McDonald's every time I went to that Walmart. They had their spot. It, it was, was like their daily I'm spot. I'm sure they're all dead by now, bro. Damn, that's... Fucking R.I.P. They're not going to have to deal with the fucking post-apocalyptic realm in South Africa. uh, What I was going to say, yeah, I bought Starsky and Hutch, the movie, which relatively tame, PG-13 film. um, 
but it was confiscated from me by my mom once she found out that I bought it. Isn't there that sexy ass Jessica Simpson scene? Or, oh shit, my phone. Oh snap! It's Yo. CJ. Pick it up. Oh wait, he's, we're not gonna be able to hear him. I got it in the dongle. But he's not gonna be able to hear you. What's up, fool? Yo, what's good? Hey, um, could you put the chicken that's in the sink in the refrigerator if you haven't done it yet? I haven't done it yet, but I thought about it. So I next time I'm gonna do it. Without you calling, but yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm potting right now. You're on the pod, dude. Yeah, dude. Say hi to you're the people. You're a guest. And we're filming. What's Look, you're on dude? camera. Oh, a camera's right here. All right. Well, that's kind of dead air right now. You anyway, coming, you coming home? All right. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. I thought it was gonna be more exciting. I thought it was gonna be like I that's just gonna got be in a in car there. crash. You need to come to the hospital. I'll be like, oh, oh shit, I'm currently dying. I just wanted to tell you how much I loved you. <laughs> Uh, let me put that chicken in there real quick. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. So um, uh, maybe I'll just hit him with the Chris. Oh yeah, you can't. And we are back. the The last beat was called Peru by F Y K S E N and um oh and High by Xavier Beats. And I just remembered, um, once upon a time is Era una vez in Spanish. I just remembered that. So it's really just a matter of you, of your brain deteriorating. <laughs> it's not really a, like the words are up there. They're in there somewhere. It's just, you're it, it, okay, folks. Remember how he insulted me? <laughs> he knew it. He did know it. Right, but it, the pressure. But but it, but instead, he was like, "It's an American fucking phrase, and you're a dumb American who can't speak multiple language like me." It's, I definitely uh, rushed. You're to such a homo. Defend bro. myself. Um, I mean, it's not weird that a person after being insulted over and over for periods of time eventually loses control of Would their emotions in, a, in a, a dumb way. I mean, yeah, you're continuing to do the thing that I'm bringing bro, up right now suck. by putting the pressure on <laughs> I'm me. I'm just saying, bro. I'm constantly like doing this thing in my head where I'm like, oh no, he's just an asshole. You're fine. It's not about you. It's about, it's about what you control Here in your is. head. Here it is. And then I'm like, he's oh, doing the thing. You guys. Oh no, you got we can, it. We can read it. You got control right now, dude. You can keep, you can keep your head on your fucking head and not, not let him get in it. And then eventually you get in and I'm like, Fuck, he's living in my head. I can't get him out. And eventually I spaz. I think I remember why we had uh, we had turned down the shit. Because I was picking up like Echo in the room. But who cares? You know what? Echo's here to stay. I mean, despite all the soundproofing. I think that... Um, we could probably like double up on the soundproofing eventually. Maybe uh, you know once once Ratchard gets here, we're gonna need more sticky tag. A hundred percent. We're gonna need a better method of hanging foam on the wall. How do you hang foam on a wall without making holes that your landlord is gonna charge you for later? Hopefully, they never uh, let us leave. So that'd be sick. They dude. never see the holes. Well, we just live here for the next forty years. I mean, yeah, that'd be. <sighs> That'd be we buy work. the building eventually, dude. Whoa. And then we're the landlords, and then we start renting it out to the homies. Like CJ lives next it door. Does, it seems like the the far the furthest apartments are the best ones, except for the garage door noises. I find that those noises can be a little annoying. And like, if if one was to if someone was to come home at like 
2 a.m. and the garage door opens underneath me, I, I don't it. I don't guarantee you that it wouldn't wake me up. You know what I mean? Right. Now, it, it would often it often does wake me up like it has happened yesterday or the day before that somebody came home after I had gone to sleep and I heard the garage and panicked and thought I parked in the garage. But did I leave it open? <laughs> Every time I hear the garage, I'm like, is that our garage? Door? Yeah. Is so someone I, getting in there to so steal So I literally got out from my slumber and went outside and checked, and the garage was, was closed. I like how your eyes reflect the, uh, or your glasses, not your eyes. Oh, know. yeah. Should I take these off, or what do you think? I mean, it's... No, no, no. I think that it's, now that we've got the video element, I think I might also be greater inclined to dress up. Maybe next week I'll have a, uh, I don't know, a British coat Oh, a British coat. <laughs> I thought you were Portuguese, dude. Come on, you're switching up on them. Uh, the Portuguese wore a very similar uh, uniform to battle, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. What's that? Um, it was, well, it looked a lot like the British coat. Oh, I don't nice. know how else to describe <laughs> it, really. Uh, I feel like I kind of laid it all out there already. <laughs> you laid it all out. Do they wear those hats? You know what I'm talking like about? Like the conquistador hats? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah. Yo, conquistador hats, if you know where it's at, then you know that, that hat, uh, it's like, almost like a little raiding cap, gotcha. yeah, you know I ain't hating, dad, uh, you gotta have that hat on, if you Portuguese and you a conquist, conquistador, yo, I open the door, bro, uh, what was the most uh, famous conquistador again? Uh, some Cortez, dude, Ooh, Cortez, yeah, I'm speaking, uh, prose, my dude, and yeah, I'm fucking... About to conquer, conquer uh, the entire continent. Hey yo, Cortez, that's like a go-to name if you wanna have a guy who's in the cartel in your movie main. Uh, yeah, you gotta have the main uh, villain named Cortez. Uh, yeah, what's in my brain? Conquistador, yo, I might kiss a whore uh, on the lips, and now I'm pissed. Uh. Conquistador on the floor. The beat was called "Woman Like You" by Gabs. He's right. I feel like I've heard of Gabs before. He's with a Z? No, with an S. Never mind. He got some some feelings for a lady, man. He let it out. He let it out on the in the beat. Dude, if you hadn't told me that that beat was romantic, I wouldn't have known, dog. It definitely had like a skipping through the park vibes. You know what I'm saying? Like we're holding hands, skipping through the park type shit. That, that, that was the title. Holding hands, skipping through the park type beat. Oh, I thought you were serious for a second because I wouldn't be surprised if if someone made that the title. No, like, the title was "Woman Like You" by you ever, Gabs. There's that one producer, uh, like Tampa Beats, always Tampa. Had, it's like the it's like T H O M P. Oh, Thompa. Yeah, it's like Thompa, and uh, all all of his beats start off with like some just corny sample. It's like like there's rain, and then it'll be like, oh, I, yeah. I thought that. You really meant it when you said you love me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's how you get the. That's how you get the feels going. Even if the beat isn't good, you throw me a little. Yeah, that's how you get on the Spotify playlist, it, at least. Give know? me a little uh, scene from "You've Got Mail," and he's like, "Don't cry, shop girl." And then boom. Does he call her shop girl? Calls her shop girl. Cause isn't she a whore? No, she's not. Oh, she's I'm a, thinking of she's a pretty woman. Owner. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And if she was a whore, dude, come on, sex work is is, uh, is, is, real work. is that is that the one with Meg Ryan? Meg and Tom 
and then they what happened to Meg Ryan? I don't is know. She in it? Let's. I'm a IMDb that they be. they get back after it in Sleepless in Seattle, which is not as good in my opinion. My favorite Meg Ryan movie is uh, Angels City of Angels. I haven't uh, seen that. It's, it's Nicolas Cage. He plays uh, an angel from heaven. Exciting. Who, who comes down to earth and he falls in love with Meg Ryan, but he's not allowed to to have sex. He's not allowed to. Fuck. Oh, so he can't bone her. No, he can't unless he decides to become a human, which is an option so for he to, angels. So he has to sacrifice his eternal life to get to yeah, get laid. Yeah. I mean, I'd do that. Why not? It, That's the thing. Meg Ryan could get it back in the day. Too. In the nineties, like, for sure. In um, another, look at, okay. First of all, I just want to uh, Meg Ryan's top uh, uh, movies on IMDb all have the exact same movie poster. Oh yeah, it's you've got mail and sleepless in Seattle and what's what's that and uh, and and when Harry met Sally, it's oh, yeah. all just the man and the woman standing on opposite sides of the movie poster. City of Angels also very similar, uh, although not as. If you go to IMDb right now, folks, and type in Meg Ryan, look at her <laughs> known for the first four movies all have very similar fucking movies. She could covers. live off of one of those rom-coms. Like she didn't need to make the same movie four Man, times. A- actors make a weird amount of money, people. It's totally weird amount of money. It's because we I- we glamorize, no, we idealize them and and their roles and we want to be them. The great thing about you've got know, mail. It, let's expand on it, bro. The great thing about you've got mail, Dave Chappelle is in it. He's the comic relief. Uh it is a romantic comedy, right? Yeah, I mean, that's... And it's funny because uh, that was like a movie... Isn't that movie like about email? Yeah, and they have like... Like the, dated references? Totally to... dated, yeah. The the whole intro is like this dated early 90s like dial-up desktop email checking and... Oh, it's got Parker Posey. Yep. She's the... She's Tom Hanks' girlfriend for the... Spoiler alert, guys. They break up. Dude, she's so awesome. super attractive, and in that movie, she's just young and glowing. You know, like you can't fucking take it from her. The energy is just the aura. I love hearing people talk about actors like later in like a behind the scenes footage or in like a documentary or something, or they talk about a deceased celebrity or successful person, and they're like, there was just something about them. When they were around you, they made you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like she's like legitimately so underrated. I think I feel like not enough people are obsessed with Parker Posey like we are. Right? You know? Definitely not. She's fucking awesome. I think I'm just I'm scrolling through her photos on IMDb right now. <laughs> and just swiping. It's not. Uh, she and she she's she hasn't changed. She's still legit. I mean, she still looks hot as shit. I I think uh, a lot of women improve with age you know what I'm a saying? lot do uh a lot um I, i've been noticing this there's there's a few um just on the topic of actresses specifically uh like younger actresses who start off younger as they age they lose their signature look there's like something about sure. like um what is a specific example this is it's kind of a creepy thing to use this example but uh i would say uh, the, the chick that uh, played uh, Samara in the Ring movies. Sure, she's, she's in a couple other films as a child actress, uh, and and there was she has like a look for as those, a child. As a child, she has this like facial structure that throughout the years 
totally changed. She does not look anything like she did in in uh, in the Ring movies. Or uh, so her brand sort of faded with. There it. was something about her look. Specific, like she had a unique look for a little white girl, you know what I mean, and hey, th- and uh, that and that changed as the years went by, and you know I'm not getting hard to her anymore, <laughs> and I gotta say we kinda, I'm upset. We kind of need you to look like yo. Uh, we need you to look like the way you did when you were 12, when you were a little kid. Uh, we think that would be best for the marketing of this film we got going on. Yup. We don't want you to start writing songs and diverge into other genres of entertainment. Yo, it was more entertainment uh, when you were a young lame kid. Uh. Yo, it was entertaining when you were a little teen and you had your facial structure not not aging. Yo, age sucks. You thought you were a fine wine, but in due time you lost your uh. mind. You lost uh, my attention. I gotta say, did I mention that shit is lame? Uh. I was more attracted to you as a little child. <laughs> True. Oh Yo, my God. Uh, I wish that you could go find the fountain of youth. These freestyles better go find the booth. Yo, because you know me, I drink vermouth straight out the bottle. Um. Anyway, that was a weird thing to talk about. But it was called "One Thing Left" by Just Dan Beats. No, I know what you're talking about because I, I, I the, feel like the the. the, the, the People are going to know. They're going to know the chick from... We're not pedophiles, folks. 100% not pedophiles. I've never sort of even caught Alex doing something remotely pedophilic. I, I wish I, wish I could have said the same about Dave, <laughs> but we're actually... Dave's, he's attending counseling on a weekly basis. And apparently he's, there's no cure. striving to survive. No, yeah. we have set up an appointment to get him chemically castrated. Oh, that's not a cure. That's just a... That's, that's, it's reversible. Reverse castration is reversible. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It absolutely. Is. Do you know what chemical castration is? It's not. They just, they don't just pour acid on your dick. No, no. <laughs> you still maintain your dick and balls. So they just remove whatever's making you fucking horny. You can't get up anymore. I feel like you wouldn't be your person anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like the the sexual drive in a man is well, what Well, ma- you are definitely a very sexual being. So maybe you me myself would no longer yeah, I I get I definitely think there are people whose uh personalities are motivated by the amount of testosterone their brain is getting. Yeah, well, you know and I think that maybe you're one of them. You know but, what's crazy is um <laughs> I think maybe you're one of them. You fucking you're the and, one who brought this up. I'm agreeing with you, bitch. I'm just—it's funny the way that you said it. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm laughing with you. I—I <laughs> I wish you would do it more with me. Um, what I'm saying is, in that uh, there's this cult, the 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 dudes who wanted to ascend to the next level. You know who I'm talking about? They wore the sneakers. Oh, the, the eunuchs. Oh, oh, the uh, children of God. That's cult, it. I, I think, think that's what it is. They at one point were be- becoming convinced that the males would benefit from castration. Right, but not the main guy. He was making all the other males get well, castrated. Well, only some of them did it, and it was a shit show because they're actually just, like, removing their balls. And they could have just done this chemical castration yeah. thing, which would have been way more effective. And probably if you are a person who is completely controlled by sexual desire, I don't know. Maybe you go on the, the Buddhist route and you get chemically castrated. Oh, 100%. If if I ever like found myself attracted to children, I would definitely make steps to go that route. I, like there's no other option. You don't think they can control the urge? Like they obviously can't, man. It's at least based on what I've been seeing, uh 
Okay, but like for example, if the opportunity arises, a pedophile is going to take it because right, 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 these right. opportunities are so obviously setups and stings and whatnot by right. by people online. And they can't see that, and they are just so like desperate to fuck a child that they're like, "I'll do it, let's do it," even though they know and they're asking for, "Show me, send me a photo with with you holding two fingers up and stuff like that." They're trying to go. Out. I'm I'm saying this because I watch all these videos on YouTube. It's not because I uh you know look for sex from children <laughs> on uh, plentyoffish.com username Alex Olson six nine. Whoa, that's a great username. Uh, is that how you met Judy? Listen, Judith is of age. She just turned eighteen. Um, Jesus. And in California, that's we i haven't been grooming her we met after she turned 18 folks i <laughs> we met on her okay, birthday technically we met a week before she turned 18 but we did not copulate until her 18th birthday gotcha okay it, well, it was I'm, it was almost like that movie uh 16 candles i was like we were both sitting on a table never seen looking that. at each other well, i'm sure at least a few of our listeners will get this reference if she's if she's legal it's moral i wish now, that what, what are like uh do you think that like uh, now I'm I'm dipping I'm dipping into some questionable content. Let's here. dip like it's um, ranch. <clears throat> sex dolls for pedophiles. Wow, yeah, that's that's a big dip. I didn't realize where we we're going. Um, I mean, yeah, that's fucked up. But if it, I don't think it's actually going to stop them from the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're you're saying that if if as a society, we were like, all right, the only way to control these animals is to give them these dolls. Or I just wonder, I assume, as a, like, is it illegal to sell a sex doll that's like shaped like a child? It's, I mean, it doesn't. It sounds say, like it should be, right? It sounds like it should be illegal, but I don't see anything wrong with it. It's fucked up. It seems absolutely fucked up. Right. But it reminds me of that um, that Joji song, aka or it's a Pink Guy song, Joji's comedy alternative, where he talks about how it's a joking song about how Dora the Explorer looks good for a four year old. Uh, and um, I've heard that. that's still on Spotify. But granted, that's a joke. These people would be fucking like how this is a joke. Oh well, we've it's obviously this is an irony podcast. Um, and I'm not here trying to say that we should have child sex dolls. I'm 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 literally <laughs> oh, trying to have a discussion, playing a little like devil's advocate. Sure, like, sure. Would there could there exist a universe where that is how we like satiate the 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 situation by having dolls shaped like kids that these monsters can fuck? Fuck, man. I mean, this goes back to our original point. If these people hadn't had kids. There'd be less right. pedophiles. The only out reason there. there are pedophiles is because we keep having kids, and folks. They, and inevitably, some of them are pedophiles. And then, not only that, after having had kids and them being pedophiles, people then have kids that the pedophiles can fuck. So, having kids is the root of the problem in both pedophiles and kids being molested. That's the issue. I um, I'm so glad I was never molested. It's definitely brutal. What's the closest you ever came to getting molested? Extremely far. I, I an adult. Yo. Uh, fortunately, my fucking childhood was fucking dandy. It was so comfy. Except for the brainwashing. That whole shit was exhausting. I kind of wish that my dad would have given me 
a little lick Instead of fucking making me fucking feel like shit About the afterlife like sticking a knife in my brain and my understanding Yo, this is an interesting angle to approach this from Correct me if I'm wrong No What you're saying is that mm, You would rather not have been Christian In fact, you would have preferred to have been molested A little bit A little bit, yo He's touching your little dick Instead Whoa. of telling you about the Lord Correct me if I'm wrong You don't want him uh, to uh, preach the word to your mom You want him in your bomb Yo, now, now that you're clarifying I'm like, ugh, I should really think Because you know some people, they get uh, fucked by their priest Priest, yeah, I mean, that's, priester, that, I said <laughs> There's an additional layer of horrifying fucked upness to that Where it's like, not only am I being traumatized By this thing that's occurring to me physically as a child I am also having it done to me by this person who I believe is an advocate for a greater creator. So there are layers to the trauma there. It's that mental molestation at the end of the day, bro. Maybe we can sue for mental sexual abuse. I would probably still take the mental trauma over the physical trauma. The, the, like the idea of being uh, just fuck <laughs> ew. <laughs> the idea of being uh, molested or raped as a child is completely brutal, and thinking about it makes me not laugh. It's not funny. Well, going back to the what I was talking, like remember when I was shooting that video? We talked about it on the pod a couple episodes ago about those dudes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That they they took being raped surprisingly well. Well, yeah, but we we clarified that they were like in their teen years, and they were sort of. They weren't legally consenting, but they were as teenagers aware of what was happening, and they were like, "Oh shit!" You're right. They they, weren't, they weren't forced forcibly. Right. Like, they weren't held down. They weren't physically raped. They were legal. Told, if you tell like, anyone, I'm gonna fucking kill your family. The semantics of that is a little is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, this isn't this is not funny. Fuck. We should we should about. stop let's, talking. Let's about get this. away from child. Sorry, guys. Folks. We didn't. I don't know why we always <laughs> keep coming back to this. It's <laughs> like, it's every Mother's Day we just start thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the shit we had to do against our will you know? jesus fucking christ i would fuck antonio banderas you know what i'm saying like if i was if i was gonna fuck a dude did you notice that um i i didn't up until like about 45 minutes into desperado the film they I, they were sort of dancing around antonio being the main character it didn't seem yeah, it's like Buscemi was. Yeah, for a, second. for a second it seemed like Buscemi was, and then they were also like introducing every other character too. And granted, Antonio made a few appearances, but he never—he was not the first character on screen. No, uh, which usually is the protagonist, but you know that's forgivable. But he did not. I, I don't think he maintained like a screen presence that made him obviously the protagonist until about 45 minutes into the movie. Well, I feel it was obviously intentional because of what they were trying to do at the beginning when Buscemi's telling the story of this uh, Mexican legend. Yeah, I, even after the Buscemi stuff, because, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll grant you that. Like, yeah, it's it does seem Buscemi's setting up the... The, the mystery, the stage, so that we can see Antonio, and then we do see Antonio immediately after, because um, he comes in and like shoots up the place or something, doesn't he? Oh, well, not not immediately, not immediately, like, but he, the next he play, scene, he plays the guitar with those dudes in that in that dream or whatever. Yeah, go watch it, guys. It's it's on Fun -ass it's movie, on folks. HBO Max, and honestly, the funniest part for me was uh, he's playing this undeniable Mexican, and he's 
really a, a white Spanish dude. You know what I'm saying? Like they spice him up to be this Mexican guy, Yo, but he's a white Spanish man. You I'm, know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying at least he's Latin. <laughs> you know, like well, it, they could have had Jake Gyllenhaal be the desperado. Right. That would have been you know? way more brutal. He at least has the accent and the hair and the. I mean, that's the thing. Like, there are a bunch of Mexicans who are white. We watched the Canelo fight last weekend. That's a white Mexican. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. red hair, very white. So who's to say what a Mexican should look like? I'm not gonna say that. I'm you fucking... have though off mic. You've told me <laughs> in confidence a few times, and I'm like, whoa, David. I'm a desert Mexican. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm Jesus, a, a sand mex. <laughs> no, let's stay away from that. <laughs> I feel like because I can be called that, I should be able to say. Oh it, my know? god! All right, let's get into it, Dave. It's, All right, you ain't black. Um, as long as I just say sand first, it's all good. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm wearing, I'm wearing glasses, guys. This is a character. It's not me. I'm 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 Vegas Dave right now. Listen, no one uh, no one takes anything that we say seriously. Uh, right. I. That's important. If, if you dig through our arch- archives, folks, you can find multiple instances where we disclaim that this is a irony podcast. We're both. Playing characters. Right, right. And the times where I get like offended or embarrassed myself, that's a character too. You're right. David can take a joke in, yeah, re- yeah. in real life. Yeah, and he rebuttals well yeah. in real life. <laughs> this is all part of this image that we've, you know, we've we're trying to portray. And we actually hate the Sopranos. Yeah, we completely hate it. <laughs> it's a I, fucking shit show. I got these tattoos out of spite. The Italian people are a disgraceful like race of rats. Although uh, I do love cold cut meats, let's let's not get too. Oh, speaking away. of Colt, R.I.P. to Colt Brennan. Oh, um, he is a local legend on the Big Island. Not the Big Island. I mean, he played for the University of Hawaii football team, so it was it was a while. Not not my island, but for Hawaii, local legend died today, folks. Uh, yeah, kind of a bummer. He like this dude. I remember growing up. Yo, uh, R.I.P. Colt B, that Brennan, really good at football friend, yo throw touchdown, break records, oh my god, oh my god, yeah you know he's on that pitch, he's about to throw that shit, oh Colt Brennan, UH Warriors, them Rainbow Warriors, hey, I'm an, I'm enjoying, yo shout out Colt Brennan, yeah local legend, I speak off of friends, opinion of you i never met the dude but i am going to assume that he was pretty cool i bet he could throw the ball so far uh he was the best qb around in hawaii oh yeah i'm super fucking excited go brendan was a local legend yeah i wish that he was my best friend because if he was he could have taught me how to throw a football super tightly not a tight end quarterback c yeah, you know that is a QB. Yo, last two beats. One thing left by Just Dan Beats and got it by BBT Man. Yeah, so this dude, Colt Brennan, uh, he played for the University of Hawaii. Mm. Uh, he, he he basically put our our fucking football team on the map. Oh, okay. Um, he he, he kind of led the team to a, a series of pretty dramatic victories that brought us into, uh, I want to say it was like, Rose Bowl, or it was it was a very big college bowl that we got slaughtered in. Oh. It was 
the final score was like forty to seven. It was something embarrassing. Rose but, Bowl, but sounds the very right. the very fact that we had made it there as this team from Hawaii was so big. Like the whole state was. <laughs> Everybody's just happy to be there. It like was it's not wild. even winning. Yeah, and and I had friends that were watching that. I remember our, our one of our big supporters, Ron, uh, was telling me even after like it was already like forty to seven or whatever, still watching it, thinking that maybe we could make a comeback or something like that. God damn! And uh, he held. Um, I'm I'm trying to pull up his record because uh, he had he held an actual collegiate record up until 2019. Um, I don't, I don't ever keep the hope for a team that's losing by that much. I shut the game off. I'm like, let's put some. Oh no, absolutely. Most people did. Um, (laughs) and, and it's, it's honest. It's okay. Here we go. Uh, Colt Brennan's run of success from 2005 to 2007 helped put Hawaii football on the map. He passed for more than 4,000 yards three times, including, uh, 5,500 yards in 2006 and he set the single season record for touchdown passes with 58. And that record, 58 uh, uh, single season record touchdown passes, wasn't broken until 2019. Damn. And he made that record in 2007. Damn. Well, so the dude was. What about he, the dude? Fucking people love this dude. There were there were dads growing up that. Wish that their son was Colt Brennan. Like they'd be watching TV, watching football with their son, and turn over and be like, "Why can't you play football like Colt Brennan?" <laughs> what about this? Is it? And I'm not trying to discredit Colt here. R.I.P. The guy. Um, is it possible that like, um, he was just the fucking best player that had ever gone there? Like, other good players end up in like Alabama or in Dallas. It's just like nobody goes to Hawaii to play football, and he was one of those people who was really good that chose to go to Hawaii instead of. To one he of these was, other, I, he was. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was like a Hawaii kid, but I could be wrong. Oh, um, he came up in Hawaii. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about my ass on that stat. Gotcha. Regardless, the stats speak for themselves. For sure. You know what I mean? Uh, there's like there's a reason they got to where they got. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of if he could have gone to a different school. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Um, and the fact that that. that statistic or that record wasn't broken in, until two years <laughs> like that's crazy Fuck, um dude. for being yeah how'd but, he uh, die well uh it's honestly it's a little dark uh well in 2010 he got in he, he had a series of like dui accidents and one of them uh caused him some pretty severe brain damage opioids uh yeah it was it was uh, some fentanyl shit. Not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> at least that's what I'm. Uh, that's what I read. Dude, it is crazy. Cause it I, is a bummer. I like. I mean, I don't want to start go down this rabbit hole, but we got nothing else to do. I fucking watched this uh, documentary called Prescription Thugs, and it's about fucking pharmaceuticals. What a dumb like every every drug documentary that's <laughs> a, that's about something other than heroin. They try and put some stupid like pun in it it's pretty for good no reason i i thought it was okay i'm sure the documentary's fine i'm commenting on the name my friend can we not make fun of the name real quick dave we can make fun of the name i just i'm prescription I, thugs i i'm sad that at one point i was like oh that's kind of a clever name <laughs> now we're shitting oh, on it oh okay well this is more indicative of i'm, I'm projecting my learning out of the situation yeah <laughs> It's often a thing. It's growth. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. It's like I can deal with it. The point is, in the documentary, they show a bunch of people who have like severe uh, uh, addiction and, and they've done horrendous things 
for uh, opioids, and a lot of them are from the WWE, and they're wrestling, they get hurt, and then they were like, well, you want to keep being successful at this? Here you go. Keep popping pills. And there was this dude who talked about popping 50 pills daily. Like, he would take 10 at a time. I mean, this dude is a complete fucking monster animal creature. Like, he is six seven and whatnot. But um, the same dude who made this documentary, at the end of the documentary... Reveals that he's been on opioids the whole documentary. Bro, he was like, I'm yeah. a high functioning opioid <laughs> addict, bro. I and made then, this whole documentary off off the the perks. It's just funny because he's interviewing all these addicts, and his brother died of opioids. And then at the end of the documentary, he's like, I've been on opioids this whole time, guys. I'm a hypocrite. And he even sells out. Uh, the dude's name is Chris Bell. He's actually kind of successful. He then does the documentary about kratom. That I I watched and here's a here's a fun pun title for you since we're on that a leaf of faith is that the name of the that's the leaf of the doc the name of the documentary okay because kratom is a leaf a leaf of faith uh, yeah so and a bunch of people in the documentary call it kratom man maybe we should uh, we need to figure out a list of all the shitty names for documentaries <laughs> based on bad puns like is. Who's who's signing off on this shit? Yeah. Uh, shitty puns for documentary names. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm going insane. insane. Watching shit about opioids and kratom. Yeah, I'm really saying it verbatim. I am speaking the truth. Yeah, I'm in the booth. Yeah, I wish I could go way back to my youth before the addiction started hitting. Straight in the face, oh my god, I'm 23, I'm not I'm not 23, no, I'm 28 And I don't mean to hate uh. Drug race. Yo, I typed it in, but honestly It's not getting me very many puns today But oh my god, what do we got? We got, uh, what do we got? <laughs> Some of these aren't even fucking documentaries no, Yo, no. what the fuck's up? Yo uh, uh hey, yo, what the fuck's up? Yo, what the fuck is up? Oh my god, this freestyle sucks. I don't even really give a fuck. I mean, the docs are cool. What the hell? There's a there's a, a documentary on the Discovery Channel with Gordon Ramsay that isn't about food. What's it about? It's about cocaine. Hell yeah. I wonder if he's like a cokehead. I could see that. He acts like a coked out asshole, you that's know what I'm saying? That's gotta be it, man. Cause that's, that's maybe, the, 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 it says, Gordon Ramsay explains the global cocaine trade. Once the drug of millionaires and celebrities, cocaine is now Britain's favorite class A drug. Oh, well, he is British. That explains <laughs> it, Dave. Thanks. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head there. That's uh, maybe why um, he's doing this. I think... I didn't realize that coke was such an issue in in Britain. Oh, I don't think it is an issue. They're calling it a class A drug, which means it's fucking awesome. That's A for <laughs> A one steak sauce. Totally chill. Look who it is. Dude, we Let's, just talked maybe, about maybe we'll the glasses. We'll hit him with the Chris real quick. I'll be right Last beat was called "Dreams to Reality" by Jay Waters. Yeah, we uh we had to kick CJ out, unfortunately. He's got a he's a big big man with a big voice. He's like Santa Claus 
Like I feel like he's constantly like when he laughs, he ho ho hoes. He would, you, yeah, you're right. He would play a great Santa at a mall. You know, I'm not, I'm not, not saying he's an obese man. I'm just saying he's like <laughs> a big dude. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he's a big dude. I mean, he's um, Santa esque. And so his voice carries. That's the that's the that's the pull point I'm trying to make here. He he's on a phone call, and I had to I had to send him to the alley. It's crazy because he I was, was like, he yo, was outside. Take, yeah, I was like, can you take the phone call outside? He takes it outside. I'm like, ah, we're still gonna pick up his voice and i was like yo can you go to the alley um but yeah we love him we respect him we we respect him as much as we can respect the person and it's one of those things where i think the apartment is also poorly insulated to where the sound easily travels in and out you know what i'm saying like there's no way of of really like if somebody else that we didn't know was standing outside yelling we'd be like fuck well i guess that's getting picked up now you know what i'm saying like would you go to a stranger and be like hey we're recording a podcast right now because we're super cool. Oh. <laughs> You're right. No, I and and you saying that uh, uh, reminded me of how I was hearing that dude with his guitar earlier, and that might have gotten picked up in the audio. I don't know if if you can hear, Off. folks. If you can hear, we have a neighbor that uh, in that jams his, in out. his like I think he might be in his forties has decided to start a garage band by himself. Sometimes he has a uh, percussion. Oh, there's yeah. A- sometimes he has a band, but for the most part, it is by himself. Yeah, we're and, not trying uh, to portray him as like this person with friends. And it's it's a fun, it is a it is a fun uh, like his his playlist. It's a fun diaspora of classic '80s hits mixed with some random modern psychedelia. Like I swear, I've heard some uh, uh, dope lemon. Oh, in there. Um, wow. But usually, it's like. Creedence Clearwater Revival, oh, yeah. or something, you know, <laughs> but the dude obviously is a is a rock and roll fan, and maybe we'll get him on the pod because no. I think I think he's the slumlord of that apartment. Like, those, it's not they're homes. not apartment yeah, they're like homes, but they're it's like a village. Yeah, they're like Section Eight type shit. Yeah, but well, Section Eight is apartments. I mean, is I, I guess technically these would qualify as apartments, but they're each their own home. There's nothing stacked on each other. There's nothing right. uh, like connected to each other. They're like townhomes. I don't know what a townhome is to to reference to to use that as a reference. Oh. All I'm saying is that it's like there's this main house, and then there's all these little smaller houses around the house. It seems. Is, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. They they look like standalone apartments. But, like if our apartment didn't have all these other apartments, wouldn't you call that? Would you? So would you call like what we were doing at? like the 417 house in Michigan, which we we lived in that entire house. Would right. you say we lived in an apartment or we lived in a home? No, that's a house. And I would almost say that these people are living in houses, though, based on that rhetoric. Yeah, I mean, maybe the, the criteria is if it's standalone, it's a house, regardless of the size. Yeah, I think that might be the rhetoric. Because, rhetoric, I mean, you, you could live in a fucking huge-ass apartment, and just because there's other huge-ass apartments there, it's an apartment still. You know what I'm saying? It's not a house all of a sudden. Imagine that as a marketing ploy for your apartment. Welcome to the huge-ass apartments. <laughs> these these girls are packing. If you're if you're going to... It's like the hooters of apartments sure. but, you know, for your booty. That's a good sell. We probably wouldn't get uh, uh, qualified. They would be like, no, sorry, you guys can't live here. I went to... But, uh, but I'm just saying, let's let's expand on the huge ass apartments real quick. <laughs> so we've got an apartment complex marketed towards sexy bitches. Huh? 
Uh, Who likes space? High the, ceilings? The space is almost formulated. Form formulated. Uh, it's like conducive to making an OnlyFans account oh. in the apartment complex. Gotcha. So it comes and, with a ring light? It, yeah, yeah. It comes with a ring light. The The bed situation, you know, you can, you can frame it well. Um, because of that, the complex itself gets a percentage of the earnings. Oh. So we're getting into some prostitution type shit. Except nobody's having sex for money. Yo, is it really prostitution? If I'm benefiting over you showing your little kitten and your titties. I ain't even seen a shits. Uh, that's so legit. Because you is doing it without actually doing it. I'm just screwing a bitch for the income. Yeah, it's been fun as long as you don't actually get cum inside of you. Yo, if you've ever been cummed in, Whoa. I don't want you as my girlfriend. Whoa. I need a virgin. That's right. <laughs> I need you to be pure. I need you to never have been inside of a dirt dude. Yo, Whoa. dude, hey, don't don't tell me it would be rude. Honestly, I should be your first. And if you tell me that you've been with another man, I might get Yo, a diverse. If you've been pegged, or you've given head, or you've drank water that inside it has lead, uh, you can't be my lady. Um, man, you spoke like a true Muslim man just now. You were like, I need a virgin with a with a with a burqa on. I need a virgin with a burqa. With a hijab. Um that was a uh, pretty insensitive, David. Sorry. I'm not going to lie. Um, a lot of my Portuguese relatives are Muslims. It's definitely the bottom of the po- totem pole when it comes to religion. You're better off. Muslim? Fucking, yeah, that's the worst. Because- it's, it's definitely not my top 10 religions. Actually, you know what? <laughs> now that I think about it, it might be in my top 10 religions. If, if we're gonna- <laughs> Because there's like 10 total. And they all suck. Yeah, they all suck. <laughs> it's not like a top 10 best religions. I used, to but- be, I used to be pissed that my parents try to persuade Muslims to being Christians. But then I was like... Well, I mean, it is a step up when it comes to like... Right, at least Christians aren't beheading the right. gays. They're and just chastising them. And they're not like as misogynistic to their women. A lot of a lot of Christians are like... Uh, Christians are willing it's to... A long, it's a long con with the misogyny, with yeah. Christianity. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, they, the, the, the girls don't know they're being misogynistic. Yeah, they give they them get, a credit card, they buy them a car, right. and, and they're they like, They make hey. them think that being a mom is, an, is like a job. <laughs> they're like, oh, dude, being a mom is like it's, a good Christian thing. It's the greatest. <laughs> it's the greatest job. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's, 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 yeah that's the... Uh, that's what I'm saying. So, we're like, troubled. I went I went from seeing my parents as these horrible people to being like, well, you know what? At least they're they're helping some people get out of this shitty religion into a still shitty but less shitty. Still toxic and shitty. Yeah, but like but my dad doesn't hit my mom, you know. Not anymore. <laughs> I, I'm so happy. He views it as something that's wrong now. He's <laughs> like, no, hitting is no no bueno. No that's there you go. A little language class he for you again. <laughs> four languages, folks. <laughs> All right, now you're now you're glamorizing my my abilities. It it's also weird because um, my parents had to learn Moroccan Arabic, which is a different Arabic than we speak. Sure, it is to co- to convince these people 
to convert to white Christianity. You got to understand, dude. I can't just translate every Arab thing that you're watching <laughs> on TV. Dude, there's different dialects, man. Man. This guy who that's Arab is saying a different Arab than this guy that's Arab. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, they're all from the sand. That's why we should all speak English, folks. They They all are kind of doing that. They all speak sort of English, but it's not, you know... When they get on the phone at customer service, remember you're that, like, can I get somebody that actually speaks English? Remember when we were on spring break in uh, in Miami? Yep. Oh, shit. You weren't you arrived late, Damn. if I recall so correctly. I this part? I'm, I'm not going to mention anyone involved because it's fucking embarrassing. But the dude that we went with, uh, his name's uh, J- James, oh, I remember James Franco. <laughs> we went with the James. The he James, was, he was the filming, James Franco. He was filming Spring Breakers. When You're we were right. There. We were there uh, as a guest. Um, so anyway, he's there with his current wife. And... She goes off on this tangent while we're having dinner about how, like, this Chinese person at a bodega she went to in Michigan wasn't speaking English very well and how if you live in America, you need to speak English. I just never thought that I would witness someone someone because that's a that's like an, uh, an argument that I see existing on TV to make fun of people yeah. that are like dumb white. Like the like, most ignorant version of, yeah. a, of a racist person. Right, and, and and the fact that I was just there watching it happen, and I guarantee you, bro, if you had been there, n- wouldn't have happened. Right. We, it was a room full of whites. <laughs> you know, like you were the the wild card for that for that uh, spring break trip. Story you of my understand. college life. Um well, so what was uh, James's response to this? Oh my God, it was awesome. Uh, he didn't. First of all, did not agree with her. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I think that's uh, maybe something you need to pray about." <laughs> Which, the, if you're a Christian, that just cuts deep. Hit him with the good old prayer. You're not only. Man, when I double click it, it's creepy. Not only are you a bad person, but you need to talk to Jesus about being a bad person for judging the Chinese for not speaking English in your country. I mean, obviously, it would be more convenient for you if the Chinese person spoke English, but they already opened a bodega at your convenience. Like, do you want them to speak English also? Bodegas aren't that convenient. They're definitely overpriced. Fucking Daisy Market. You want to see these hands? I actually do think that there is a law that you have to be able to speak a certain degree of English to work in America. I think that that's a real thing in order to be employed. Because in order to be employed, you need to be a citizen unless you have a visa of some sorts, right? In order to be a citizen, you have to pass a citizenship test. And I'm pretty sure there's a fucking language. So, so granted, it's obviously racist to, to go to these places and be like, they should fucking speak English. That's the way but, of saying that, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that you're saying it wrong or anything either. I'm just to her. I'm playing devil's advocate here sure. to her defense. Legally, these people should be speaking English to a degree, right? Like enough to to where they can pass the citizenship test. And let's right? t- let's take a like a a capitalist point of view. It would be better business if you spoke English. Like it, you would be more of a successful uh, business if you were able to communicate with your customers more efficiently. So it's in the person's... I mean, most people who own... Yo. uh, It's beneficial to be able to communicate with the people who you sell all the eggs and the fucking uh, stuff to. Yeah. 
I don't come from Timbuktu Shout out to Job If you know what I want at the Mini Mart At the fucking Bodega We spread, we spread Aloha No hate, yeah, yeah Smoking a ganja no, no, down by the bodega no, no, And this stupid lady, oh, her name was Lady Ortega oh, She was like, you should speak English over here And I was like, oh my god, bitch, get away from here If Fuck you it. live in America, you should speak English, brah oh. You should fucking care enough to learn the language, brah You should fucking know that if a white girl comes oh. into your bodega You should fucking let her know I feel like I have to let you know that the beat was called Rudgyal by Smoka Music. Why don't you have more reggae beats on our pod? Because then it wouldn't be shocking like it just was right now. No, I, I today I thought, let's spice it up. So Let's spice it up. Those should be like 50% of our beats, I think. I feel our inability to ignore the cultural flavor is going to make us constantly just do a Jamaican voice. That's not a cultural flavor. You understand that this is where I've this is these are my roots. <laughs> I grew up in Hawaii, bro. Like I, I can fucking do this shit and not and not be offensive. I, I get where you're coming from. I still think that um it would end up being like I mean, I'm I'm gonna incorporate Look at David more. here trying to not be offensive. I'm not not trying to be it's not an offensive thing. It's I think it would get old for us to start doing It's a, already old. The fact that we go over all type type beats, we should be also rapping over non hip hop beats. Like, what if we were doing like instrumental country songs and making up our own little bullshit like that? Obviously, we keep it mostly hip hop because that is what like I've been I've been trying to get David to really branch out with the instrumentals it's, since day one. I dude, I last week did the all Latino shit, and then this week I incorporated this little flavor for you. I think. It's difficult to freestyle over crazy shit. Like it, for you, don't assign this to shut me. Shut the bro. fuck up. It's difficult for both of us. It's not. I I have never failed at a freestyle ever. ever? Uh, every, every one of my freestyles has been golden and on point. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with you because it would be a waste of time. I'm just saying. Let's get some more. Let's get some more reggae beats in the timeline. Let's get maybe like a country beat in there. Let's get a pop beat. Let's fucking branch out man because this is a freestyle rap podcast true yep but at its core we grow you know what i mean <laughs> uh when uh when limp limp biscuit limp the great the 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 the, the iconic limp biscuit failed because they did not grow they they stuck to the new metal and that was not what about iron maiden they've been doing the same thing for fucking 20 years Everybody iron maiden has a dedicated fan base my boy that's like us we have a we have a cult following it's not enough to make us any money yet oh, fuck our dude. cult following consists of like three people who i went to high school with yeah and the people i went to high school with don't efficiently speak english so they can't completely You're right. understand this. how come everyone that like grew up in spain can't speak uh, any language to its full extent it's like they they're they're kind of good at they speak it how antonio bandera speaks it they're like all right well you know what hey if i don't understand it it's because it's not real it doesn't <laughs> exist bro it's not a dialect it have, don't... You ever, have you ever met a person who <laughs> understands it you obviously don't know what it says so trust <laughs> me bro with that being said, folks, 
it's not the worst thing if you get vaccinated. I survived it. You know, you could probably get through it. <laughs> Where is this coming from? Well, because earlier you talked about your mom and the bulletin of the anti-vaccine for religious purposes. Yeah, thing. but that was that might be the worst segue of all time. Well, no, and right now you were joking about how um what what was the joke? The joke was it's not real or something. I fucking I don't know how I connected the dots in my head you connected some dots bro what's funny is that sometimes you'll connect dots and you'll start talking about something oh and here like, we go he's making it personal no i'm not making it personal let's I'm capitulate just, this argument i'm making just it personal. i'm i'm pointing out that in the same way that i just w- did a weird transition into something that you didn't understand you often will transition into something and i'll be like man where did he get that and then and it'll be something that we talked about like the day before, but he was looking at his phone and not listening to me or something like that. So you're saying it's my fault? Listen, everything that is uh, a negative towards the quality of this podcast <laughs> is your fault. The gotcha. positives are me. That's I think that's cut and dry. There's nothing to discuss there. It's 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 fact. No statements. It's, I, and and you know what? We can we can get uh we can get a let's take a poll. Uh, Who, who's going to be in the poll? You, me, and Judy. <laughs> Let's get CJ back from the alley. He's, I think I think Judith is leaning uh, leaning towards maybe me. Yeah, she I, is white. She does, yeah, I think I've got that going for me. I think that maybe if we got her on twenty three and me, she might discover oh, wait, that wait, she's a little Portuguese. Wait, she, they find out that she's related to you, and that this whole time it's been incestual oh shit well maybe maybe don't do a 23 and me i'd rather not know if i don't know know, it can't hurt me that's what and and that's the thing i'm pretty sure david uh has talked on this podcast about his little sexual liaisons with his own cousin so (laughs) it, it 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 goes without saying that you know i mean is it weird who knows right it's every now and then i think about man wouldn't it be cool if i could just have sex with myself, like a, uh, like, a <laughs> like like a clone of me, and right. then just experience that pure carnal passion of like penetrating myself. That would definitely. I mean, it wouldn't be yourself because your consciousness would be separate. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the joined consciousnesses as well. Like, well, as I'm inserting myself into myself, <laughs> I would feel myself in myself. That is definitely. There's a bunch of layers to that. It's just two layers. <laughs> well, no, there's four. Two bodies. Well, three. Two bodies, one consciousness, and four balls. It's all the same body and consciousness, doggy. It's just it's just there's two of them. But, I mean, can you really define the consciousness as, as one at this point? It's It seems I'm not separate. defining them as one. I'm saying there's two of them, but it's still the same body. Wait. I, then how are you... So... It's like a Siamese body? Yeah. So basically, I'm fucking myself in the ass. And I can feel my own dick in my ass. All right, man. I'm fucking myself in the ass. Yeah, I'm going through it. Yeah, you know. I'm fucking myself. Not for show. Hey, I'm a clone. Never alone ever again. Yeah, you know I'm at home with my best friend. It's myself, I'm ingesting my own cock Yo, I woke up today and realized that I was made Uh, I'm a clone and I'm at home with the dude who cloned me And he looks just like me and he thinks that we share a Yo, brain. the dude that cloned me took me to his room Cause he was fucking lonely and he fucking made uh, me blow him Yeah, he made me blow me 
because he is me. Oh my god, I might she she might go pee 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 on him because he's into that kinky kinky shit, man. Yeah, that's just how it is. Please hold my hand. Please collect my jizz. It sounds like abuse of the clone. I mean, clone rights. I think the clone consents at the end of the day. You shouldn't. You shouldn't fuck your clone unless they consent. That's for damn sure. So, but I mean, if you guys are, I mean, if you guys are one body, then who's really consenting? Well, allow me to bring up the example of uh, one body yet three spirits, the Holy Trinity. Oh yeah, yeah. that's um, that's a, a scientific. prime example. Yeah, it's uh, it's been proven. To be a real thing, one hundred percent. It's like water, you know how it evaporates and, and then it becomes and, ice, and, and definitely not the main recourse to why Christianity is bullshit. No, not not at all. And I think if you ever had doubts, you just send off another set of crusaders out there, or maybe know? just have another child. To, <laughs> to well, no, fucking... definitely. That's I think that's the solution when you're when you're alone and you lack purpose. Lock yourself into another eighteen, nineteen years. And, you know, we'll deal with the it, void it later. It much guarantees that, like, your significant other isn't going to leave you for that amount. I mean, they might, but they have to literally come to a decision in their brain. That's that how much you I'm suck. Over here, I'm, I'm, you suck so much that I'm, I'm willing, willing to, to ruin this kid's yeah, life. Yeah, this kid's going to get fucked up because of, <laughs> because of how much you suck. And I'm willing to make that happen. I'm willing to let my kid deal with the separation because of how much I hate dealing with you. <laughs> I hate. I absolutely. It's it's like that uh, Gone Girl. You know how Gone Girl ends with um him being like he stays with his murderous wife because he doesn't want a, the child to be affected. Wow, that's actually selfless. But are you um, are you saying that you get the reference I'm trying to yeah, bring I up? Or <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what? Uh, yeah. So to that point, you can imagine there's there's got to be like some people who have that mindset where. Uh, even even though they are at their wits end with how to deal with loving their wife because they've long lost love for their wife and right. all of a sudden they found that they're they've impregnated her and they're like oh shit Here we and, go. and this also works in the inverse maybe the wife has lost the love for him but she, but she gets pregnant she's and, been impregnated and she's too dumb to know that she can just go get it cleaned out <laughs> um, or no you know what she's thinking this is my last chance to have something. Right, because she might be in her 30s and that biological clock. This is the last opportunity. Um, which. <sighs> fuck. I wish I could fucking bear children, David. Would you? You know what? No, just to fuck with just to fuck with my own childbearing kind. I'd be like, hey, I know I was bestowed this amazing <laughs> gift from God. But I'm just going to go ahead and get my, my damn ovaries removed. I definitely understand why uh, chicks have kids because there's like some shit going on hormonally. Well, it's almost like identity politics. Like the ability to childbear is like an excuse to not have a personality. It's like you're a mom now. Oh, you're just, yeah. That's a, that's a good point. I'm, like, a, I'm a strong mom. <laughs> I, I, fucking, I fucking push this dude out of my pussy, yo. Right. Like. That's me. That's my identity now. <laughs> and that's yeah. You see that so often. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, I would probably. It's why people make Instagrams for their babies. 
That's crazy. I fucking pushed this dude out of my pussy. It's <laughs> it's why he is deserving of his own page or her own page. That's kind of fucked up. You're putting your kid out there like that. I mean, that's you should probably keep him off the internet. I just want everyone to know I'm jerking off to the photos of your kid. <laughs> I mean, there's that's that's the reason you put him there, right? I assume that that was the purpose of of publicizing this. No, I mean, keep the kid in the close friends, little green circle. You know what I'm saying? The on, green circle. On Instagram, you do a close friends post on your story. There's a green circle oh, around I've it. I've never done that. It's because you're in nobody's close friends. <laughs> you're probably right. I wouldn't even know. Like, <laughs> Do people have to add you? Is it like a confirmation yeah, thing? Like so like, they gotta, I I've, can't believe you don't know about this. Nobody... Nobody is adding Alex to their close friends list, guys. Everybody. Why like, would they? I mean, I just don't understand why anyone would add anyone. It seems very corny and lame. Like it seems something that maybe corny and lame people participate <laughs> in. You're right, I and think, you're fucking uh, revealing this about yourself. You're right, you're right. I'm, that's, I, I'm gonna. We could turn this on. Maybe. It's definitely something that is done when you want to post something. That not every single person on your Instagram sees. It's like limiting oh, the circle. Okay. It's like when people are like, "I don't want pedophiles to look at my child and jerk off to." Exactly. Him. That's exactly what I it is. It's a close friends post. The calling it close friends is definitely the lame part. Close friends, like where you know, like you're like you're important to me. I just got people use the close friends thing to sell drugs. Whenever I'm trying to sell drugs, I'm like, "Oh, this is only for this list of people." I feel like uh, you could probably still get get fucking bopped up, bopped for uh, doing that. I, I feel like that's how most people get the feds on them. The it's, internet, it's, yeah. But what if they're not? I don't put the the feds on my close friends. <laughs> I mean, you also don't sell drugs, really. You like to <laughs> pretend I mean, you do. But. I was I was trying to I was trying to make a point right now. <laughs> And then you had to make me sound like a fugazi. I'm just saying. I live mean, on the fucking pod. Dude does like move a couple mushroom bars and some, some weed. Right, we don't have to get into the then, fucking details I mean. right now. All of a sudden, like, the cops are listening right now. God damn it. Last no. beat was called Colors by Kyoto. And that is the last, last beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just the most recent beat. It is the final. The finito. How do you say finito in English? Uh, final, <laughs> finalized, finish. That's man. He gave me synonyms too, my guy. Fucking an expert. I'm a born synonym, but I'll die better than that. I swear, bro. J Cole, the voice of an angel. Can we can we agree, J Cole, that Born Sinner album, his best album, magnum opus, right there. I really like. The Forest Hills Drive one. It was such a generic project, brother. Maybe that's why I liked it. Yeah, that, that could have been it. Maybe. I liked it because it was like, you know, well-produced, sounded for like, good for like and catchy. Girls. No, that's... Oh, that's, so you're saying that Born Center wasn't well-produced or catchy? No, I'm not saying that. That's the that. claim you're making? No, that's not what I... It I, sounds like that's what you're saying. That's, I would have said that if that's what no, I intended it's to it's say. It's what you literally said. No, I... Didn't say that. You said that was the reason you liked it, and I presented that 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 the other album was his best album, and you presented that this album was better. I didn't say for that. these reasons. No, I said that I liked that one, and I liked it for those reasons, and that was a separate statement from what you said. 
But it is it is an interesting thing where when I say I do, stuff, I do love getting David on the ropes because he loves defending himself. It's it's interesting, and, and, and he it defends himself aggressively too, to like the extent where I don't I don't even care. Like I'm like, dude, I'm fucking with you. I doggy. know, I know, but a lot and, of times and, you're and not fucking with me. And I'm never not fucking with you. No, I mean that's that's false, uh, guys. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I can't even look you in the eyes. I'm like staring at the door. I'm like, how do I get out of this? I'm just saying, if we're talking about the merits of J. Cole, I'm probably fucking with you, David. I mean, I'm I'm glad we got to the bottom of this. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's J. Cole. I mean, yeah, you're right. I, it's it's Yeah, there's no reason to defend him. I was just trying to talk about the album that I liked, and I was going to get into the details of the songs, but turns out I've been... Well, yeah, I, I've, I been, I've we been we a victim turn, of the long con let's this, turn this whole in, time. Let's turn this into Shave 45 and talk about hip-hop seriously <laughs> and how much we love the, the the essence of J. Cole in general. And He's a fucking vibe. 2014 man. Forest Hills Drive or Hell whatever. Yeah, Hell yeah, the best mixed album of all time. That is what Dude, I Dude, you got to understand <laughs> that lyrically and like ex- expositionally <laughs> and spiritually, J. Cole... I vibe with that. I feel like he re- I resonate with that. When he was like, meditate. I was like, all right. J. Cole just made a song about meditating. <laughs> uh, uh, who? Uh, oh, Big Sean is the other one who is now like, I meditate daily. I'm like, rapping about meditation is the least hip-hop thing that has been done, but the community is like... I don't know. I feel like the RZA was rapping about meditation. Really? Like, in the 90s. That right, was like I, kind of his thing. I bet it was way more hard. Oh, absolutely. Well, he's just a good lyricist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying that <clears throat> J. Cole and, and Big Sean are good lyricists. I wouldn't put like, those together even. I'd fucking... J. Cole and Big Sean are both great lyricists. It's just that the RZA is much better. Yeah. The RZA is like, you know, Eminem level. And he gets to be old school. You know what I'm saying? Like the fucking... Gets, I, don't, I don't understand the gets to be old school. I just what does think, that mean? I I respect him more just because because he's older. It's it's old. No, because it happened before. Like a lot of times, I can't recognize how valuable something is now. I do like the idea of because the way that you phrase it, like gets to be old school, implies that maybe you would respect some of the current artists that you respect more if they had released their music earlier right it's like also like if you had come to la 30 years ago you would have gotten to be in la okay, earlier but, i mean don't you think that that like it's indicative of a quality like you're recognizing the fact that this dude was was presenting shit that people weren't on yet right like he was ahead of his time for sure but i mean it's not like he didn't invent hip hop. Like there was already Biggie. But get, and gets was, to be old school is a is a phrase that sort of takes away from the natural merits of what he what those people like him amongst the others like did for hip hop. You know what I mean? Gets to be old school is, is a pretty interesting phrase throughout there. Yeah, I, I, I guess I didn't mean to take from from Riz. I don't think I'm taking anything from Riz. I don't think anybody gives a shit what I. He'll say, never but, hear what you're saying, right? But like, sure. if if Kendrick, if you like went back and looked at Kendrick, twenty years from now, you'd be like, oh, he would have been better if he dropped this music in the in the early '90s. No, I'm saying twenty twenty the 2010s would have been the '90s to a person in the 2040s, and then at that point, you'd be like, oh. 
that shit, I respect that more because it has aged. It's gone through. Like, it is now something that has, like, grown and been heard more and gained more respect over time. Whereas if you drop something last week, it's not going to get the praise that something that is iconic over years. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Uh, in the same vein where I, I sometimes fantasize about how funny it would be if I could go back in time and invent rap music as a white man. (laughs) Yes, it does make sense. (laughs) I don't imagine, imagine that. I mean, yeah, (laughs) you would have gotten to be old school. But I um, I wish this podcast was in the nineties, you know? I mean, why don't we, why don't we make it in the past? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and and fucking wrap up officially right now. Definitely. Uh fucking follow us and share this shit so that we don't have to uh continue uh, suffering. Uh, is there anything like should we do like a wrap up about the news? Is there anything other than Colt yeah. Burning dying? Fucking Palestine. Fucking stop the Some uh, something new happened? Yeah, the Sheikh Jara shit, like how they're they're kicking out a bunch of Arabs from the cribs and Jews are just moving in. And it's like, a, uh, there's like this, there's this hashtag, fuck. but you know what it is. Even us talking about it right now is pointless because nobody gives a shit. Israel gets what they want. And that's just, I honestly, I feel like not fighting anymore. If I was an Arab person there, I'd be like, let's just get the fuck out. Let them have it. You know what so I'm saying? The Palestinians are allowed to move away. Actually, I'm not sure about that. They're not imprisoned in their own continent, or I mean, continent, I don't obviously. know. I don't know if they have the resources to move away. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's where that argument sort of falls flat, right? Right. I was trying to be like a little crazy with it. I was like, I would just leave my motherland and let the Jews take it. That's obviously absurd. Well, okay, you got to understand. I'm I don't know anything about the Palestinian conflict other than that the the Palest- Palestinians seem to have the right to that land, but the Jews are like, "Yo, we want it." Well, no, the Jews and, were shipped in there fucking in in 49 or whatever, and then it was like, "Oh, here we go. Let's see what the fuck happens." And now they're just colonizing and it's like it, it, what's the word? Apartheid, genocide. Those are all the things. Well, this this goes this this uh I think goes with uh our our we previously David and I have discussed um David doing a one man show about <laughs> the Palestinian conflict. I don't know enough. Um, I think that I could help him write jokes for it, but I don't know enough about the the conflict itself to comment on it in an intelligent fashion. David, on the opposite end, can comment on it, but doesn't know how to make it funny at all and and we'll like make we'll say a thing and then be like oh, i was joking man and then i'll be like all right i guess you were joking about that <laughs> so so i think that we could sell something to netflix where where david is like doing a one-man show about the conflict in palestine making it funny and i would ghostwrite for him and he would explain to me all the all the basic facets of the conflict 
And then together we would, he would tell me what he thought was funny. And I'd be like, no white person is ever going to think that's funny. And then I'd figure <laughs> out how to make it funny for white people. And then we could sell it to Netflix and it would be awesome. That would be ideal. I mean, I would love to do that. Um, I don't know how we would begin to do that. I also am not even well versed in the matter at all. Like I, I know vaguely what's going on and I've read a little bit and I'm like, okay, this sucks. And it seems pointless to, to fight back. I would just take it at this point. I'd you're talking about you're trying to encourage the Jews to make <laughs> make a concerted effort to finish the job is what you're saying. Dude, it's exhausting. It, we're not fighting the Jews. You're fighting America's funding of Israel. You know what I'm saying? Like I just read something about uh Biden contributing 1.3 billion more to the Israeli military then they're going to contribute to battle climate change this year. I'm just saying we're never going to get Avengers 3 unless we keep just funneling that money over <laughs> to Jerusalem. I don't understand why there's such a big interest, but obviously there's something to be said about the... the uh, this isn't funny at all. I'm sorry, guys. It's the wrap-up, folks. <laughs> we're, this is the... the uh, we assume most of you have logged off. Yeah, there's... I, We've been through a lot this episode, I feel like. We've overcome some things. We've discussed. We, there was we, that period where we were talking about molestation of children. Um, and David's like trying to defend it. And I'm like, dude, it's we're trying. This is an irony <laughs> I never, podcast. I never defend it. And now we're just talking about how it is pointless to fight the Jews any longer. Like there, there needs to be an effort made from the U.S. to defend Palestine. And that's never going to happen because they are literally shitting on Palestine. It's not Israel shitting on Palestine. It is America who wants to have some type of military control in the Middle East. It's like, like, what do you think this is? We're, it's not the Jews that are killing it. Fuck you, America. Yeah, I mean, what? Do you, I mean, I, I still fucking love it here. It's, it's still the best of the shitty countries. You know, what I, I mean, mean? That's, every country's shitty. Except that's for why like maybe Sweden. Sweden's killing it. Right? No, no. Switzerland. Don't they have Wi-Fi for? Oh, Switzerland. Yeah, Switzerland's right. killing it. I think Denmark also rated uh, happiest place on earth. And that's, that was 2015. It's the whites, bro. The whites are killing it. What, can, the, I, what can I say? <laughs> I'm, I'm not white. I'm Portuguese. But like <laughs> the, 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 the people who I used to identify with, fucking killing it. It's the free health care, guys. It's not being white. It's the free health care and also the smaller, more controlled economies. I'm pretty sure they have a universal basic income thing. That's the next thing, my guy. We create the AI, do all the work. And then we just fucking... Do you think that uh, the coronavirus was invented in order to get people not to vote for Andrew Yang? Well, I never heard that. I, I, I just invented that take on the spot right Yo, now. That might, that might be true. Because I, saying, I, would, like, I fucking voted for Yang. You, universal income seemed like a, a pretty ideal idea. That's what ideas are made out of. Ideals. <laughs> You gotta understand that, folks. Oh but, my um, god! Boom Fuck. shakalaka! That would have been so sick. It's just like I used to think. Oh, this dude's kind of underqualified. There's no way he's gonna win. They're all fucking underqualified degenerates. Well, to be a politician, you have to be a narcissist, and we've talked about this. We've talked about a whole lot of stuff. I think we should wrap it up because CJ's literally on the phone outside, wishing he could be on the phone inside, and. uh He's probably been mugged by now. Yeah, he's in an alley right now. It's not the best alley. There's there's a, there's a big there's a big graffiti. Uh, oh yeah, you might hear a siren right now. Holy shit, that's happening in the alley, guys. There's some graffiti right now that says "pussy bitch," and just right as soon as you exit the alley door. So much trouble in the LBC. 
Dude, who is that? Uh, is that Josh Groban? No. (laughs) But I like that you thought I was being serious there for a second. (laughs) Anyway, uh, have fun uh, this week, folks. Um, This is Dome with Bamfamania. Shalom. Uh, You got any plugs? Oh, watch the Spark Up video. Spark Up. Um, Yeah, that's it. Or don't. Fuck you. Hire me for a video, please.